This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, January 31st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. CARB rejects Enviro petition, vows pesticide action. DWR rejects more GSPs. House Democrats set to push trade bill and new shipping measure coming soon. CARB rejects petition to cut dairy digesters from LCFS. The Air Resources Board has turned down a petition by environmental groups to halt certifications for fuels derived from animal biomethane for the Low Carbon Fuel Standard Program. Phoebe Seaton, who directs the Leadership Council for Justice and Accountability and led the effort, called the LCFS credits for dairy digesters a, quote, manure gold rush that incentivizes factory farm expansion. The group submitted in October the petition, which includes a request to amend the LCFS regulations to consider excluding digesters. Denied. CARB's argument was that petitions are not a legal mechanism for changing the regulations, which the board adopted through a public rulemaking process. The issue? During a board hearing last week, several environmental advocates said the rejection makes CARB's new environmental justice goals meaningless and hypocritical. They argued digesters have disproportionately impacted disadvantaged communities with air pollution. Staff response. The issue is not new, said CARB Executive Officer Richard Corey. Honestly, I have not seen the evidence of the claims that are being made. Corey noted that CARB plans to open the regulation for amendments in 2023 and will be doing some fact-finding over the coming months for any new data to inform potential changes. Ag's angle. Dairy Care's Executive Director Michael Bacadoro argued that California's world-leading goal of reducing methane emissions by 40% quote, cannot and will not be achieved without digesters. We cannot deny the basic facts and we cannot allow parties to deny real solutions that are being put in place, added Bacadoro. And next, well, several board members call for a technical renew uh, review of the issue along with a public workshop, and to put a decision before the board this year for immediate pausing permits for digesters. On pesticides, well, in a separate discussion, board members push for more research into pesticide drift and actions CARB could take within the next climate scoping plan update to address health impacts. They plan to work with the Department of Pesticide Regulation and the legislature on filling Cal EPA's research gaps on the issue. I really think it would be incumbent upon us to explore the potential for those opportunities, said CARB Chair Leon Randolph. More groundwater plans ruled incomplete. The Department of Water Resources on Friday denied approval for more groundwater sustainability plans for critically overdrafted regions in the San Joaquin Valley. This round of denials covers more than two dozen plans that span eight sub-basins, adding to the nine rejections from the previous week. DWR determined that the chronic lowering of groundwater levels and the levels of subsidence allowed within the plans do not meet the requirements of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. 
The groundwater agencies have six months to revise and resubmit the plans before the state escalates its regulatory response. House tackles competition bill. The U.S. House of Representatives takes up a competition bill later this week that includes a number of trade provisions that have implications for the ag sector. The massive bill, which is more than 2,900 pages long, would renew the generalized system of preferences program, which provides duty-free treatment to qualified poor countries, but would add new environmental and labor criteria that developing nations would have to meet. The bill, which is primarily targeted at increasing U.S. competitiveness with China, also would sweeten the Trade Adjustment Assistance Program for farmers by tripling the benefits that producers can receive. House Democrats say the Senate version of the bill doesn't go far enough, but a senior House Republican, Frank Lucas of Oklahoma, says the House measure contains what he calls partisan poison pills and that provisions in the bill could actually harm U.S. competitiveness. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the California Democrat, says the legislation, quote, brings together many bills that have garnered strong bipartisan support in the past. I'm hopeful it will pass with that same bipartisan spirit. Now, for more on what's in the D.C. agenda for the coming week and for the month, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Ag groups pushing for Senate shipping bill. Senators Amy Klobuchar, the Minnesota Democrat, John Thune, the Republican of South Dakota, in the final stages of releasing the Senate version of a bill to improve port conditions for agriculture exports, sources tell AgriPulse. The House version passed in December 364 to 60 with strong support from the ag sector. More than 100 farm groups, cooperatives, and ag companies are urging senators to finish work on the measure. The transportation crisis for U.S. agriculture products has become increasingly dire, the organizations say in a letter to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Many agriculture products produced in the U.S. experience significant competition from other countries. If we cannot deliver our products dependably, our foreign customers will find alternatives to our exports. The ag groups say the Senate bill should address the responsibility of ocean carriers to accept containers filled with farm commodity exports, something the House bill would do. Pelosi dismisses March 1 deadline for Build Back Better. House progressives are calling on the Senate to pass a new smaller version of the Build Back Better bill by March 1, that when President Biden scheduled to make his State of the Union address. House Speaker Pelosi insists the bill won't move until it's got the votes. We don't have a timetable, she said Friday. In a Washington Weekend Review interview with AgriPulse, Representative Sherry Bustos, the Illinois Democrat, pledged to keep working to enact the bill's $550 billion in climate provisions. She said the $80 billion in ag and forestry provisions in the bill have broad support. If there is an area where Democrats and Republicans can come together, senators and House members, a lot of that is around agriculture, Bustos said. Here's today's He Said It. I've been upset about this for a long time. I don't think any of us really know how much of a problem pesticides are in terms of health because we just don't have good enough data. That CARB board member, Dr. John Bombs. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 31st. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.